We're Rachel and Erica, and this is the Autoimmune and You podcast. Neither of us took one answer as our truth when we were diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and we want you to do the same. There is so much information out there, so many people telling you what or what not to do, and we know how confusing it can feel. This podcast is about breaking past your limits and fears and realizing that different things work for each of us. You are the creator of your own journey, and guess what? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Hey everyone, welcome back to Autoimmune and You. This is a bit of a bittersweet episode that we're recording because as of now, it is the last episode that Erica and I will be recording with the two of us Um, for this foreseeable future. We're not using the word never again because we don't know, (laughs) but we wanted to record this episode to kind of share where each of us has been, what we've been doing because we took over a month um, hiatus Uh, We haven't released an episode in about a month and a half, which as you guys know, we've been going at it for two and a half years straight for you guys. And so, yeah, we just wanted to share a whole lot about like our own journeys and how things have evolved and what we plan on doing from this point forward. Ah, Just taking a a sigh here just because (laughs) it, yeah, it's quite mixed feelings. Um, I didn't realize through not meeting each other every Tuesday to like do podcast stuff or like business stuff, um, how much that really was a part of my week Mm -hmm. and like not doing that for the last month has really been like, whoa, you know, and it's, it's been, it's been eye opening. You know, I told Rachel, it's like, oh, wow. Like Tuesdays now I can work on other projects that I've kind of not really had time to because when you have a business to run and the podcast and, you know, we did a retreat and like we, you know, there's other stuff that we're both passionate about. Um, Yeah, it's hard to like do it all and put all that energy into that. And I've had this project that I've been wanting to work on, but I haven't fully dove into it the way that I have in the last month because of not doing that on Tuesdays, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's become part of our, it's like, you're my coworker, right? Like Mm -hmm, every Tuesday we, we do all this and it's been amazing and it's been so fun. And yeah, it's just, it's total mixed feelings of, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think both of us know that our businesses are evolving. You're working on something. You can talk about that in the moment. I'm working on something. I can talk about that in the moment. But um, it's all been very positive to the the people that we've evolved evolved mm-hmm. into. And like, I can't even imagine, like I was telling Rachel before we started recording, like there's, you know, 500 of you that regularly listen to our episodes. And if I'm feeling weird about this and this is just us sharing our lives, like, you know, I can't imagine what it's like to be like not tuning in weekly or every other week Mm -hmm. um, to what we've been sharing on this podcast. So yeah, it's quite, it's quite (laughs) interesting feelings. I almost got like choked up before this, but I know that both Rachel and I make decisions that really feel best for us and we don't, force anything. We don't push anything. And, you know, we've talked about that since the beginning of this podcast, we've talked about like not forcing things. And like, even after we did the first retreat together, we both were like, 
wanting to do another one and then it wasn't feeling quite right. And, you know, we're both like, okay, like we don't have to do that. Like we Mm -hmm. can just see how it is and see what happens. And I think that's been the most like, um, liberating part for me of doing this podcast is like literally just as we've always said, doing whatever the fuck we want, yeah. you know, whatever, the, whatever <laughs> feels right. And unfortunately for you guys, you know, um, it, it's sad, right. To like see us not podcasting together, but it doesn't mean there's like, it's like, bye Rachel, you know, yeah. we're going to talk or there, there's so much potential that can still come from yeah. this collaboration. Totally. And I think that, you know, when people take a a long hiatus from like social media or podcasting or, you know, anything in business. I've found myself when I like, you know, have other people that I look up to, I'm like, wait, what are they doing? Like, are they going to come back? What's happening? And so we wanted to make this episode so that, you know, like we're both in really good places and like very good places with each other. Like nothing has happened specifically. Don't worry. Like, yeah, there's no reason to, you know, assume that something happened. It's just that, again, we do what feels really aligned for ourselves and we trust it. And even when it's so hard, even when this is like a comfort to us that like we know how to do this now, this is something that we've done really well for a long time and we've evolved in it. It's just something that feels that doesn't feel as aligned right now. And like, that's okay. And that's why we're also saying, you know, it's not a never, like who knows down the line, uh, Mm -hmm. six months from now, a year from now, if we're like, you know, we should get this thing started again, then we will. Like we, neither of us are afraid to make changes if it feels aligned. And I think that that's something really big that I want you guys to take away from this in your own lives. Um, whether or not you have a podcast or a business, um, maybe it could just be like little things in your life that you learn that the more you take aligned action behind what feels good, the better it'll feel long-term. I know that a lot of times in the moment, it can feel comfortable to stay where you are and to not make a change. But later on, you you might be kicking yourself being like, why didn't I do it when I was thinking about it? Because now it's like this big overarching thing that sounds impossible. Whereas back then it felt a little bit possible. Like take that little bit of possibility and run with it if, if there's something on your heart. Yeah. And I'm thinking about, I'm now, I'm like, why did we even take this break? And I think it was me. I think I was like, uh, you know, going through some stuff with uh, family and I just kind of was like, I need this space for myself. And also like, I need to pour this energy into this project that I'm working on. And, you know, I didn't expect myself to like get to this place and be like, Hmm, maybe we shouldn't continue the podcast. You know, I legitimately, it was like just a break. But then once I had that like freedom and space and not being in this, I was like, oh, like, is it actually, you know, serving me, you know, because Mm -hmm. we do this for you guys, really, we're not getting paid any money, like we're Mm -hmm. not making bank off of this podcast. So in reality, like, it has been about helping other people kind of put together their own journeys and Mm -hmm. like, you know, lean into, you know, whatever feelings they're having and like trusting that and, you know, all the things that we talk about on this podcast, but that I realized like, Hey, like, is this really supporting me and my business and my growth? Right. And it had been up until mm-hmm. that break, literally up until that break, it didn't feel, you know, like it was time consuming. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel, it felt like effortless, right? Like mm-hmm. we didn't really 
ever stress about what are we going to talk about? Yeah. Like, oh, we have to edit. Like we just did it because yeah. we cared and we were <laughs> in it. But now that we had space to get out of it, then we're both like, oh, like what have we been able to yeah. accomplish <laughs> outside of our podcast that's actually going to support our own businesses? Because people, we are, <laughs> you know, we're starving artists. I don't know whatever you want to call it, but like we're not like abundantly, you know, financially in a place where we want to be, but we both know we have so much potential and we mm. both want to be able to pour our personal energy into our personal, personal passions and projects Mm -hmm. and having that space kind of allowed us. I mean, Rachel can talk about it in a moment, but like, you know, she started this thing, you know, Mm -hmm. in this time of us not being together and she got something going and I really started to make progress on my project. And so we're like, oh, dang, you know, like Mm -hmm. that time was really valuable and I think we were both pretty okay with how much content we've put out mm-hmm. in the last few years. It's not like we, you know, have like 20 episodes, like we have 70 something episodes. That's mm-hmm. like, not only is that hours of, you know, episodes that you guys get to listen to, but it's like the hours behind that people don't mm-hmm. understand, you know, what that adds up to. And um, so it's, it's been a lot of work, but it's also been rewarding and it's also been very expansive, like mm-hmm. beyond what I think both of us could have even imagined for ourselves. And it really enabled us to get to this place where we both are in our lives right now and have such confidence in moving in separate directions. And yeah. Totally. Yeah, I want to touch on like the the hours of work that we've put into this is really wild. Like as you said that I was thinking, you know, with each episode, each episode is around an hour, give or take. Mm-hmm. And you have to at least triple that because it's the hour of recording and then it's minimum double that to edit and to get it up there. Yeah. But then on top of that, you have like the reels that we'll put up to promote the episode or, you know, the time before and after recording that we're talking about, you know, what it was that we were talking about. And on top of that, it's all of the extra hours of like the other things, like, like getting guests on, right. Like reaching out to a bunch of people. Cause for each guest Mm -hmm. you hear, we've reached out to probably five or six or more other people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so like, it's all of those extra things. And so I would say for each episode, it's probably an average of four extra hours of work for each episode, like over the course of the last two and a half years. So we have put mm-hmm. in so much heart and soul into what we do. And I'm not saying that as like a, oh, look at us, we've worked so hard, yeah. but I'm looking, I'm saying that because like, if there's something that you feel passionately about, or you just feel like, I don't really know how to do this, but I want to run with it until it mm-hmm. doesn't feel good anymore. Like fucking do it because that's what mm-hmm. we've done. And it has been amazing. Like we have evolved so freaking much. Like it is just, I can't even like put into words. I mean, thinking about the end of 2020 is like, I think November, October, when we had our first live on mm-hmm. Instagram, I'm like getting chills yeah. everywhere, little goosebumps yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, And then to think that right after we had this live, Erica and I were like, oh my God, we should start a podcast. We have no idea where to start, but like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's figure it out together because it was something that we had each thought about in the past of like starting our own. We're like, Oh cool. Let's do it together. And then within a week I was hanging out with some friends and a friend of a friend was like, Oh, by the way, I used to work for Apple podcasts. Like I could totally help you. And I was like, what? 
Because I was just telling him mm-hmm. like, oh, I have an idea, da, da, da. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, like, let's do it. You have a great voice. Like, I, I'm sure that what you have to offer, like, as far as content is great, let's go. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? <laughs> and like, to think that whole whirlwind of like, basically a week to just full force going for it, creating a name, creating a cover, like where we want to go with the podcast and then recording our first episode is just insane to where we are now. I mean, if you go back to some of our first episodes, we were very like strict with our routines, strict with our diets. Like we had a very kind of like, I would say back then we didn't think we did, but if I look at myself now, we had black and white thinking like mm-hmm. I but we also we- were but we were also like very much like opposed to the black and yeah. white thinking <laughs> and that's what's you know that's what's weird about this is like I feel like from the beginning we both have been pretty flexible and open but then if you really compare it to where we're at now it's like holy shit like yeah we were still pretty like strict in our thinking and like had certain ideas and very stuck to it and like attached to Mm -hmm. a lot of things. Yeah, totally. So that's been a really fun evolution to reflect on, to think like that's who started this podcast and where we are now. And the fact that we're going to continue to evolve past this even further is so freaking exciting. It is really, really cool. And I hope that you guys kind of take that and run with that in your own journeys. Oh, I was going to say, remember, I don't think we talked about this, but we were thinking our podcast was going to be like holistic wellness babes. What Mm. was it? Oh, yeah. It was Um, something wellness babes or something. Autoimmune wellness babes or something. No, it didn't even have autoimmune in it. It didn't have autoimmune at that point. I have to find the photo, but like we had created it on like Canva just to like see what it looked like and see what it sounded like. But it's just so funny, just even like down to the name. And actually, you know, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but I autoimmune and you came to me. I just was like, I saw that and it like it sounded really good. And Rachel was like, oh, my God, that's like perfect. So I don't think we have even talked about like the name situation. But yeah, it's just interesting, you know, what even a name could do for a podcast, like what the name of your podcast and the audience that you're going to attract. And we were obviously very passionate about, you know, specifically autoimmune stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Like, let's talk about that because, you know, we're two, our first like intro was like, we're just two women with like rheumatoid arthritis. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, it was very focused on that and, you know, helping people with autoimmune disease and what it's evolved into, I think is like, again, for me personally in my business, you know, my Instagram name, my coaching, um, the way I do my coaching, you know, mind body coach versus before it was like, you know, autoimmune holistic health coach. So a lot of what we've done is like really broken free from the autoimmune, you know, point of view to let's broaden this to people that are just dealing with chronic symptoms or they're struggling with their mental health, like, mm-hmm. and just like life coaching stuff, right? Like sharing these type of perspectives and like beliefs that have helped us evolve into where we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been more, it's been more than just autoimmune. And like, I think about getting to where we are now and then thinking about our name autoimmune and you, like, I mm-hmm. almost don't even feel like it it was related, but it is related, obviously, because a lot of people that listen to us do have autoimmune diseases. But 
we've very, from my perspective, it's been a hundred percent more than just people living with autoimmune. It's been just like working through life stuff and evolving in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. There's like no, I wouldn't trade the last two and a half years of what we've been doing for anything. The evolution yeah. is like, there's no way that I would be where I am here today without the work that we've done together and without things like hosting the retreat together. And even like, even when we were planning the second one and then we were like, oh, it's not like feeling super like easy and aligned like the first one did. So like, let's try something else. And then we were like, okay, let's try doing a day event. And then we're like, "Mm, it's like, it just feels a little bit forced. Like, why are Mm -hmm. we doing this? You know? Yeah. And I think that that taught me a lot about I'm very much of a, like, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. But I think it taught me, Hey, it's okay. If something isn't feeling aligned, you don't want to force it and just get it out there to get it out there. That's not, that's not something that I want to put my name on. Right. And it kind of gave us permission to really realize if something isn't aligned, that's okay. And you just have to kind of let it go. Um, Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that like you can't be, you know, a little sad and like mourn a little bit and and have some feelings about things. It doesn't mean that we're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to do it anymore. And just we're like, Mm. okay, on to the next. We were like, man, this is a really fucking hard decision because we said we were going to do this thing. But it's we just have to honor that within ourselves. Um, And I think also with this like little hiatus, um, I agree, like it was something that for the longest time, like would have never been a thought in my mind. Um, and I have to get like a hundred percent Frank here, M- like probably six months ago. I don't know why, but I got this like deep intuitive feeling and I was like crying to Max about it. I was like, I feel like the podcast is going to end soon. And it felt so hard. And I was like, why am I having these feelings? Like why I don't understand like what's going on. Like, we love what we do. And it was just this really deep feeling and I couldn't shake it. And I was just, and he was like, why? Like you guys have been doing, I'm like, I don't know. And it's really cool again to see that evolution. Right. I had this like deep intuitive feeling. It was almost like a premonition. I feel like of like knowing, but I didn't like, you know, I didn't want to obviously say like, I have this bad feeling or whatever, because now Mm. I look back and I'm like, it, it wasn't, it felt scary and bad then. But the way that it's evolved to where we are now of like, hey, this is like kind of where we need to kind of go off and do our own thing and like still be friends and still, you know, have this door open if we ever do want to come back to it. But I think that's like a lesson for life where things can feel really scary to like our human side a lot of times and feel really overwhelming and like, no, 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 I don't want that to happen. But if you if you create resistance against it and you're like, okay, no, I can't let that happen. I have to do anything I can to not let that happen. Then things don't get to flow the way that they're supposed to. And so I'm like really grateful that we have the space and we have the relationship where we can talk things through with each other and say, Hey, like, where are you at with this? Hey, this is where I'm at. Like, let's talk this through a little further. Like, And also just always being there, like we've talked about a million times on the podcast to support each other's journey and support you guys on your own journey in literally any way that we can, any way that feels um, aligned for us. 
Mm-hmm. And when we took this break, you know, I was thinking like, man, like, I don't know if I want to continue this podcast because I'm really pouring into this other thing. And I, I told my husband, I was like, I guarantee Rachel's feeling the same way. I'm mm-hmm. like, I just knew, mm-hmm. I just knew without yeah. us, without us ever having a conversation that the podcast was going to end. I just knew I was like, she's got to be feeling the same way right now. Like I just know. And then, you know, before we were supposed to record like a week ago, um, which I had to end up uh, moving to today, she like texted me and she was like, Hey, like we should talk about like, you know, how we want to move the podcast. Like, what do we want to do with it? She was like, you know, and I could just tell already that I just knew I was like, she's feeling exactly the way that I'm feeling, which yeah. was actually a relief because, you know, it's, it, this is a collaboration, right? It's not like one of us can say, I want to keep going. And the other one's like, no, yeah. right. Like we, have to lit- <laughs> we literally have to come to a place where we have some type of compromise or some type of agreement with each other that this is the direction that we want to go in. Right. So it was, it was relieving to me to know that she was on the same page and that mm-hmm. um, it it was coming from a place of, Hey, I want to continue to like pour into these other aspects of my personal life or business. And I want to see where that leads me. And mm-hmm. that's where we're both like, supportive of that of yeah like you know we're this is our this is our job like our job is to help people our job is to um you know create different outlets for income because that that's just how it is when you're a business owner and you're an mm-hmm. entrepreneur that's what I could consider myself um so that that felt really good um so yeah, should we talk about like what like what you've been up to, what I've been up to, and just kind of going from there? Yeah, totally. But I want to note first, like it has been really cool that anytime one of us kind of brings something like that up to the other, it's like it could have been this big, like oh, I don't want to talk about it. But instead, we're like, hey, I want to talk about this thing, and the other person's like, oh, thank God, me too. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's been like so special. And I know that like, you know, not a lot of even, you know, friends, business partners, whatever have that. And that's been really great because it's made some of those tough conversations that people just have to have sometimes so much easier. Um, But that doesn't make it any like any less, you know, sad. And like, I, I wish I had a different word than sad because it's also it's that bittersweet, right? Like it's exciting for both of us, but it is also like the end of an era. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, this has been therapeutic for us. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know about for you, but like, if I really think back on this, right, like it has been like therapy for both of us. Like we've been working through stuff together and helping each other see from different perspectives, but also like similar perspectives Mm -hmm. and, you know, nobody on the planet earth is going to know like what we go through physically, right? Not just with having the quote unquote RA diagnosis or being a a female business owner, you know, like there's so many layers that it's like, what the heck? Like who could have helped me, you know? And it's not, I don't even know if you were like consciously trying to help each other through these things. It's just, Mm -hmm. we so happen to like be going through very similar things Mm -hmm. and we were able to put that into perspective 
and, um, you know, allow us to grow in certain ways. So that's, what's very interesting is like this podcast, isn't just a podcast. It's like the idea of another, you know, woman around, you know, my age and similar, you know, experiences in life and similar physical symptoms and fears around food and like all of this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, which has been the most like, yeah, it's just pretty, it's just wild. It's just like, what? Like, it feels like a dream that we just like did all this and it helped us get to the point where we are today. And I don't, I don't think it would have played out this way. Like, who knows? Like I could still be vegan and stressing about my food and like convinced that I need to eat this way. I could have, you know, um, I don't know all the other, I don't know. I can't think about everything that we've been through, but like, there's a lot of life decisions that I made that were from this podcast. Like I got to that place from this podcast. Yeah. And that's, what's really special for me is like, it really propelled my healing in a way that I could have never projected or maybe allowed myself to evolve if I didn't have this like kind of talk therapy to talk mm-hmm. through these like, yeah, I don't know. It's super, weird. super Crazy. cathartic. <laughs> and like, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking of how much of my life you guys have been here for. Like after when we started the podcast, I had my divorce was just filed. It wasn't even final because in the state of California, mm-hmm. It take you it there's a six month waiting period. So it wasn't official until March of 2021. So when we started the podcast, we released our first episode January 1, 2021. Mm-hmm. I had filed for divorce in September 2020. Mm-hmm. And I had just started dating someone who I didn't know at the time was an abusive narcissist. And so, like, you guys have been with me through all of that, through like, you know. I had just gotten divorced and moved to Oregon. And then I was dating this person that I thought was amazing. So you guys heard some of that when I like was going through this, like, oh my gosh, he's like so nice and this and that and like thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And then I never fully disclosed until way later on, like what was happening with him. But then I find out he's an abusive narcissist. And then, you know, all through all that and then meeting Max, who's like my total soulmate to moving again to Seattle and then moving again to the mountains. Now it's just insane how much has happened in the last two and a half years that like, I couldn't even, I I don't even, I don't even know if I could sit here and like retell all of the things that have happened because it's been so much. Mm -mm. And the fact that you guys have been able to see that evolution, not only with my health, but also with my health, right? Because our health and the way that we're feeling emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, all has to do with all of that stuff that's happening in your daily life and like in your social life and in your environment. Yeah. And I just really hope that you guys can glean that, right? Like how interconnected everything is and the why we need to make certain decisions to protect ourselves. And one other point that I want to make before we get into like where we are now, I know that I kind of segued us, but um, it's, it's really interesting because now that we have both dove so far into like the nervous system regulation, it's funny because if you listen to our past episodes, that's what we've been doing this whole fucking time is just trying to regulate our nervous systems. Mm-hmm. We just didn't like, we didn't have the full terminology or full kind of, I guess, scientific understanding of what we were doing, but we were just kind of intuitively doing it. And I think that that's the really cool part is I think that a lot of you will find that for yourself, that even even with like the strict diets, right? Sometimes we're literally just trying to find some 
semblance of peace and security. And sometimes we feel like we're getting that from food, but if we really dive deeper, we realize like all of this other stuff that we need to unpack, Mm -hmm. but it's really cool that we get to show you how your evolution could look and not, not meaning like it'll look the exact same, but meaning it could look like a lot of things and branch off in a lot of different directions along your path. Mm -hmm. And our, you know, what was our first episode, right? Was it all starts with the mind. Mm -hmm. I think that was our first episode. And then to being, you know, it all starts with the nervous system is Mm -hmm. a clear like path because, you know, the mind is the brain and action, right? Mm -hmm. And the brain is part of the nervous system. And then, you know, it's, it's all, it's all been there. It's been Mm -hmm. there the whole time. (laughs) And so that's, what's like, you know, interesting for me is that it really has become a clear picture for me. And the podcast really helped me put this clear picture together along with obviously working with my clients and seeing their nervous system state and wondering why they're always in fear, you know, they're perfectionists or people pleasers and those are their survival parts. And, you know, all of this stuff, it it makes, it makes sense now. And hopefully you can see through our own journeys when we were struggling emotionally, right? Like how that translated into physical symptoms. Like Mm -hmm. there is, I mean, one day maybe I'll sit and listen to all of our episodes. Um, I can't do that now. It's, I need some space in between that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. But Just be I like know crying for, through all the episodes. <laughs> but I know for sure, like even just the biggest aha moment for me was when I actually started getting into the nervous system at work and, you know, dive, reading books and stuff like that was at the start of the pandemic because mm-hmm. I started experiencing anxiety again, which is something that, I basically went away because my nervous system got regulated through the meditation and all this lifestyle stuff that I've created for myself. And so at the time I couldn't see it, but it, it, it was that it's that neuroception, right? Like during the pandemic, my nervous system picked up on something that I didn't have full awareness of, of that time, but it triggered, um, the past anxiety that I used to have, which was around health stuff. Like my anxiety really got really bad when I was 15 and got into that car accident, that Mm -hmm. severe car accident I've talked about. And from that point on, I really did have, I mean, obviously there's emotional, mental trauma even way before my car accident, but it's just kind of this compounding thing. But the anxiety and the panic attacks I was having started when I was in the hospital for like four or five months. Right. And it got really, really bad and it turned into OCD and it basically consumed my life. So when I look back now, I'm like, oh, the pandemic, you know, unconsciously triggered that because we had to stay inside. Everything mm-hmm. had to be clean. Like all of those things triggered that. And so I got dysregulated again. Right. And guess what happens? I ended up being very symptomatic, which is why I ended up going on medications, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all of this stuff where I'm like, oh, you know, maybe it was just like the virus that like did that, right? And in reality, it was the environment externally and internally for myself that triggered that anxiety and that panic again, which then turned into physical symptoms. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I'm still on medication. And to me, like, um, 
I don't have any side effects from that. And I, I could get off of it and I could stay on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as I've always said, like it, life is just going to play out and I could make that decision to get off of it. But that's not the point. The point is, is that those very strong emotional points of our lives triggered the physical yes. flare-ups that mm-hmm. Rachel and I were experiencing. And if I really look back, I see this consistent pattern, which is more evidence and proof to me that the work on the nervous system and building mind-body awareness is the foundation for healing chronic symptoms. Like, again, you can't heal in survival. So no matter if you're doing all the diet stuff, if you're taking all the supplements, if you're doing the detoxing, if you're right, if you have a million quote unquote healing routines, but you're in that chronic stress response, that is why your body is not going to feel as good as you expect it to be. And that has been the pattern throughout our whole podcasting, which is our lives basically, right? Anytime something emotional came up, any big events, like it triggered this in our bodies and they were never random, mm-hmm. right? Like they True. were never random. And I, <laughs> I, even today, like, you know, this last couple of weeks, um, you know, my body started to feel symptomatic again. And so I had to create that space to just like be off social media, like be with my body, listen to my body, listen to my emotions, like express them, like move my body. And now, you know, the symptoms are kind of, they're, they're going down, right. They're like not Mm -hmm. there. Right. But it's just healing is a continuous process. Nervous system regulation is a continuous process. You don't arrive at a regulated nervous system and go, Oh, I don't have to do the work anymore. (laughs) Anything can set you off. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a matter of having that resiliency to come back quickly versus like before, if I got triggered emotionally, you know, when I started my health journey, it would be like, it would be like weeks of depression, months of depression. Now it's like, oh, I can move through it very quickly. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's not forced. It's not like pushing myself to move through it. It's like a natural relief of like, oh, like my body doesn't want to stay in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think just looking back at my whole healing journey, really not just our podcast, it's, it's a very clear, clear theme. And it's a very um, powerful theme that has been in all of my clients' lives in your life and my mm-hmm. life. And I'm just very, very excited to just continuing educating myself on this because I really, truly believe that is like, it's everything. It, it, really it truly is. is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said it well. I, I don't need to say any more. I completely agree. <laughs> um, so, tell, so yeah, talk about what you're, what you're doing. And I guess I can talk about what I'm doing. Yeah. So, um, a lot has transpired in the last month and a half. Um, so for a long time, I have had this idea to like host, like kind of like a girls weekend situation, um, for my clients in my soul flow collective. And it's something that I've always kind of like thought about, but I've never done. And, um, then like, obviously we hosted our retreat last year and I was like, Oh, great. Like, this is great. And two of my clients came to that. Um, and then we were going to host another one this year and it just wasn't, it just wasn't flowing as much as we wanted it to. So we kind of let Mm -hmm. that go like what back in, I don't know, January or something. Um, And it's kind of been in the back of my mind. And so I kind of threw the idea out to my clients in my soul flow collective recently. 
And immediately a bunch of them were like, yes, absolutely. I want to come. And I was like, oh, okay. And again, I'm one of those people that like, if I say I'm going to do something and it feels good, I'm going to do it. And I was like, well, this is really last minute, but like, all right, guess we're doing it. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I ended up um, booking a place that like, I originally thought there was going to be six girls coming. And unfortunately, three of them had like scheduling conflicts or financial or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, we still got three, but I have this place. Mm -hmm. And so I opened it up to other people who were wanting to join my SoFlo Collective. And um, I kind of like put it out there. And it's been insane because I just booked this place like less than two months ago. And it's like insane to think that so many people are like, yes, I'm coming. And I'm like, all right, cool. So it's been really fun to plan. And like, it definitely was like, again, bittersweet because I was like, okay, I hosted, you know, this retreat with Erica last Mm -hmm. year. And like, that was so fun. And it was like amazing to have like another person to bounce ideas off of and plan it together. Um, but at the same time, like this is just feeling really aligned. And I, I fully believe like you got to do what feels aligned in the moment and everything has just flowed together so effortlessly for this, that I've just kept running with it. And so it's happening in literally one month we kick off, um, it's September 14th to the 17th here in Washington. And what is cool about this for me personally, is that I have had this feeling for the last year that I've wanted to host more in-person events in Washington, Um, because I've had a lot of connections that I've met over the last year of like other holistic practitioners that are like, yes, that would be amazing. And I've kind of been like, oh, but I don't really know how I don't really like, I don't know where to start and all this stuff. And I haven't really run with it because it just hasn't felt like I needed to, but this feels like a really good jumping off point for me now, because you guys have heard me talk about this time and time again. I am like the extrovert of extroverts. I fucking love people. And I love being in person with people. And I've realized that, you know, especially through this summer where we've had an insane amount of social events of music festivals and weddings and all the things, just how much I thrive in being with people and holding space for people in person. And so this is kind of like letting me think outside the box and okay, what's next? Like sky's the limit for like types of in-person events I could hold. And I know so many people within like the Seattle community. And I've also met people recently um, who have come up to me in person at things that I've been at, um, at weddings, at like free events that my friends have hosted at music festivals that like either know me or know of me through a friend that are like, Hey, like, thank you so much for the content that you post. Like, I haven't talked to you about this, but I have an autoimmune disease. I have this, I have that. And I'm like, I just do this. Right. And the thing that I love about this is that more people are starting to branch out and like talk about it now. And I truly believe that Erica and I both have had such a huge impact on the autoimmune community in that way of like, it's okay to talk about it, but you also don't have to talk about it in a scope of like, oh, I have rheumatoid arthritis and my joints flare up all the time. And I feel like shit all the time. Like, it's like, no, I have rheumatoid arthritis and, and I'm rock climbing and I'm going to all these events and I know how to take care of myself and I know how to listen to my body and I, you know, am a wellness coach or, you know, and I have a podcast. It's like, it's not just, oh, I have rheumatoid arthritis. Like, so I can't do that. Or, or so I, you know, hurt all the time. It's like, no, that's just like a tiny, it's not even like a part of you. It's just kind of like a fact about you. It's not, it doesn't have to be an ingrained part of you. And I feel so strongly about helping people specifically in this area be able to branch out and meet other people because I have personally met so many people that have had autoimmune diseases 
and they've only told me because I've created that safe space, right? I've created that safe space on social media so that they can come to me in person and, and have those same conversations. And so that's kind of where I've been branching out to. I still have my soulful collective, my online or my, um, well, it's online and through an app. Um, and that is like just blossoming into this beautiful community where I continue to share all of this exclusive content that every single, almost every day, I say weekly, but I, it ends up being almost every day. Cause I'm just always like sharing shit in there. That feels good. Um, and then we, yeah, so that I've been doing that. And then I do have a couple of uh, one-on-one clients, but I keep that very small because while I do love working with people one-on-one, I am very like specific about like, okay, if we're going to work one-on-one, we are going deep AF and like, you better be ready. And we're going to go into that soul and we're going to go into the inner child and we're going to kind of dig deep. And some people just aren't ready for that. And that's okay too. That's what my app is there for is for the people that just kind of like want resources and want that community feel and want to go deep by themselves and aren't quite feeling the pull to go deep, like one-on-one, but do want to learn how to tune into intuition and learn how do I trust my body again and learn like, what does it even mean to be in tune with your soul? And like, learn how to regulate your nervous system and learn how to like reframe your thinking. Um, and that's been like really fun to dive into more as well is like, I was showing um, my app to a friend like two weeks ago and they were like scrolling through it and they're like, what the hell? Like, this is insane. Like, this is amazing. You have so much in here. And to me, I'm like, I mean, yeah, I know I do, but I don't think about, you know, you're never like tooting your own horn. Like, oh, there's so much in here. I'm just like, yeah, I guess there is a lot in there. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, people need to be knocking on your door. Like, people need this. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to constantly be like, I'm so great. And look at all this stuff. And like, so I feel like, there's a fine line there, right? Of like knowing your worth and knowing how much you have to offer, but also not wanting to like shove it in people's faces. So that's a really hard place that I feel like we've both been in. Like Erica and I, I feel like we've talked about it so many times of like, we know that we have a lot to offer, but we don't want to be like constantly shouting off the rooftops to anyone who will listen. Cause that doesn't like feel super aligned either. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I digress, but that's where I've been at is wanting to host more in-person events and hosting this retreat. And I don't know if I'm going to continue to host like retreats like this. This just felt good in this moment um, for this summer. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going with that. And what I'm wanting to branch out into is more um, in-person events around Seattle of like, you know, one day or half day type things with other holistic practitioners. Um, And then, yeah, just running my soul flow collective. Well, you know, it's funny because I just like thinking how, how, again, how opposite we like, (laughs) like evolve, but it's like, we always say this, but like, literally we're doing, we're working on something, but it's very like different, right? It provides a different element to the chronic illness community, because like you said, like, you know, you like being in these groups, you like running these groups, like Mm -hmm. you have maybe clients, obviously, if they're going to be in a, you know, online support group, they they want that sense of community. Whereas like, again, my clients are predominantly like these introverts, you know, they also work with therapists of their own. They're very like private about their journey and they're not, you know, wanting to be open with that. And I have a lot of older women too, like, um, 
you know, forties to like fifties too. I, I have a lot of those, but I also have, you know, younger people, but <laughs> I do have older women, right? So they're not on social media. They're not quite, you know, transparent about, you know, what they're going through and they really need that like intimate private space. And so, you know, I have witnessed how many people, for instance, like, you know, look at my stories and comment stuff and like maybe comment on like a reel or whatever. And they, they don't end up reaching out to me to work for coaching because again, maybe they're still in that fear. They're scared to be vulnerable, right. To work with the person intimately. Mm -hmm. Um, so that made me realize like, I need to create this online, like self-discovery guide, right. It's not a program where it's like, if you just do this, 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 and this, Mm -hmm. you're going to be healed. The purpose of this self-discovery guide for me is to have a non-linear process, which is what my whole journey is, right. And what I really believe in that it's not a step-by-step do this, do that. It's like all these elements that I've learned in the last seven years, not just on my own healing journey, but my prior education in psychology and marriage and family therapy and all of this stuff has been coming together where I'm like the my life couldn't have played out any better than I could have possibly imagined, even though it was like very scary to like leave my graduate program and think about myself not becoming a therapist. I very much feel that like, this is the role that I am meant to be in these intimate private sessions with my clients and not, it's not just my education or, you know, what I've learned. It's, it's, I feel it's wisdom that Mm -hmm. I'm able to provide to my clients because no matter if they're working with therapists, I have a couple of clients right now that have been with therapists for like since they were young Mm -hmm. and their therapists have never given them practical in life tools Mm -hmm. to actually utilize to get their nervous system out of survival. And a lot of them haven't even ever looked at their nervous system from that perspective. And a lot of the modern or the conventional therapy approaches, like, you know, self, uh, self-talk therapy and like, you know, just talking about it, but there's, we need to move into the body. It can't just be about talking. It can't just be about thinking. And so I really feel like very excited about this self-discovery guide because I think it's the, you know, the gentle, flexible, sustainable um, process that people need to implement into their healing journeys instead of, hey, just do this, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to be, you're going to be healed because that's not the way nervous system regulation works. Like, again, it's an ongoing process. You have to know how to implement you know, mindfulness and meditation and breath work and all of these things together to create your own journey. Yeah. Because the nervous system doesn't like when it, when someone says, Hey, just do this meditation and you're going to feel better. If you don't feel better, you're going to be resistant. You're going to be upset. So the whole point of my self-discovery guide is to help people really listen and say, what is necessary for me? What is beneficial to me? And I will have all these different practices and tools that they can choose of their own and implement in their own life. Because again, I just don't like this, even with nervous system regulation, there can be these very like, just do this and your nervous system is going to be regulated Mm -hmm. because it's like, I know again, because I've been through the experience, like some things work for me, some things did it. Right. And I see it with my clients all the time. 
you know, sometimes they don't need to sit down and meditate if they're in this hypervigilant, you know, fight or flight state. Sometimes they need to shake it out and dance vigorously yes. until all of the energy releases in their body to actually calm their nervous system. So that is what this is um, going to be about. It's about building mind, body awareness, nervous system regulation, and helping people um come back to their true self, their true authentic self and create a life that aligns with that. Um, and it is going to be customized and personalized. And that's what I've always been passionate since the beginning of my coaching is always like making it personalized, making it customized. So many people don't feel seen and heard in the mm -hmm. chronic illness community. They feel like people are just shoving one exact way of doing it. And if they didn't do it that way and they don't feel good, then something must be wrong with yep. them. So a lot of how I've operated on my own journey is through that self-compassion, through that curiosity, through, you know, shedding the black and white mentality and um, all or nothing mentality, because that's mm -hmm. not helpful. It doesn't, it really doesn't get you anywhere. So I've just been pouring into this and just like, you know, reading tons of books and continuing to just educate myself so um, I can provide the most valuable, you know, content to people and they can do it on their own pace in the private and their own lives and they can, you know, utilize what they want and not utilize, mm -hmm. you know, if something doesn't work for them. So I think, Again, we both have a way of helping people. It's just, again, what's in your nature? Like mm -hmm. you like that group. Whereas like, I, I mean, I don't say I don't like group coaching, but I'm just saying I, I thrive in a one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. setting because that's part of my nature of myself. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to hone in on what feels good to you because that's the best way you're going to help people. If you try to Absolutely. force yourself if I tried to force myself into group coaching, I would probably get really, again, uneasy. I would get stressed. I'd feel like, you know, and it, it wouldn't feel natural to me. And it, we're not just like coaches, we're people and we have to like work with what our best skills are. And that's what you're doing. And that's yeah. what I'm doing. And, and people need options. People need to know like, Hey, like, I don't necessarily want to do one-on-one. -on -one. That's a little bit vulnerable to me. Like I rather just be with women and like be in that space together and like, you know, fill it out that way versus. So it's good. It's great yeah. that have that contrast again <laughs> to keep, you know, to attend to a variety of people instead of like just mm -hmm. one person. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like some, another strong suit there is like, I don't know. I'm just throwing this option out there. Like if someone was like, okay, I, I see the benefits of both. And I'm really curious. And I like, I've had people like message me and be like, I can't choose between you and Erica. And I'm like, oh, but yeah. why do you have to choose though? Do one-on-one -on -one yeah. coaching with Erica come, you know, be part of my community. You literally get the best of both worlds. Right. That's I'm true. not like, you don't have to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with me to be part of my community. You can still get all of the resources and the group master classes. And even if you wanted to attend in-person events, I offer a discount for my members. Like, and then you can still do that really immersive one-on-one -on -one coaching with Erica as well. Like, I think that again, that's kind of that black and white thinking, right? Oh, they both do similar things. So I have to go with one. It's like, no, you don't. You can actually, mm -hmm. like we've always said, do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was just thinking about people that do say that they'll be like, 
oh, like, I'm, you know, I don't know who to choose. You know, they're like telling me this. I'm like, honestly, I can't, you know, I can't give you that answer. Like you have to like figure out like what, yeah, again, what really aligns with the type of um, support that you need. Like if you feel like you really need to be um, surrounded by people that are going through similar, similar things and be able to be uplifted by multiple people like maybe that's really what you need or like really you need just this private space to like authentically express yourself without even thinking about what anyone's going to say or anyone's going to feel then my coaching might be more like aligned with you right Mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's kind of interesting how people um they, they feel that way, but it's because they resonate with uh, probably both of us. It's Mm -hmm. more of like, what is actually going to be the thing that's going to like propel my healing in the end, if they're paying money, Mm -hmm. it needs to be what they need. It can't just be like, Oh, that looks fun. Or that sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. It has to be like, what do you genuinely need? And like, Mm -hmm. what do you think that would look like? And then asking yourself that because People don't have infinite amounts of money. They can't do it all, right? Mm. Like people are like, sometimes, you know, when I do a consultation with someone, they're like, oh, like I'm seeing a nutritionist and I do acupuncture and da, da, da. And I tell them, we need to figure out what is working for you and what are you just spending money on Mm -hmm. that can, you know, be supported in other ways because- That it, that's another part of this journey, like getting the real support that you need mm-hmm. and not just doing it because it looks interesting. Like, how does that feel when you imagine yourself in that type of yeah. coaching situation? Yeah. And I think like on the flip side of that, remembering that nothing is permanent, right? So like, don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to try things. Like, don't be afraid to try one-on-one coaching and don't be afraid to try a community setting and don't be afraid to work with a nutritionist, but also have in your mind, hey, I'm in the driver's seat and I can make a change whenever I need to. If something Mm -hmm. isn't feeling aligned, I can have a conversation and tell that person, hey, this just isn't what I thought and I'm going to move on. And that's okay too, right? That's part of being your own best advocate and and tuning more into what's actually feeling good. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, I just think it's like so cool. Um, And as you were talking about like playing on our strengths in our own businesses, I was just thinking back to even when I was a full-time occupational therapist, um, I I definitely, again, it's not that I don't like working with clients one-on-one. I absolutely love it. I love the conversations. I love how, you know, private and secure people feel in those situations sometimes. But Mm -hmm. I'm like looking back working in the hospitals and working in an outpatient pediatric like sensory clinic. And I'm like, you know, I always was thriving when we would do group things. Like a lot of times in the pediatric clinic, for instance, it would be like one therapist to one child, but we would like, if there was three kids in the gym at the same time, we would all play like a game together and things like Mm -hmm. that is where I freaking thrive. And it's funny, like to think even back then, like what, eight years or seven years ago when I was doing that full time Mm -hmm. to now how I've like molded those skills. And I've now kind of harness that because back then it wasn't like I was like I like doing things in groups better so I'm gonna like you know try to do more it's just kind of happened and now I have that self-awareness to realize hey these are my strengths and I have always in my entire life been that community builder of bringing like friends from this area friends from this area and like hey you guys would meld really well together like I'm gonna bring you guys together 
Um, and then like also, you know, being friends with Erica, like anytime that we have had one-on-one time, it really is that like really like intimate connection of like, Hey, like let's have these deep conversations. Let's just like, even like the times that we've been like sitting on your bed, watching a show, it's very, just like, we're very present with each other. Right. And I think that like you getting to play on those strings is so freaking cool. And also infusing that energy into the course that you're working on is so Mm -hmm. cool because people will feel that through the coursework. So I think that that's like amazing to be able to kind of weave that in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all very interesting. And when I started this health journey, you know, even when I started as just a, a health coach, right? Like I didn't, I wasn't in, I'm still not in my full potential. Obviously I'm still like growing. I'm only like three years as a health coach now. And, um, I continue to refine those things. And it's really interesting to see where both of us are going to be in like 10 years, Mm -hmm. you know, like what type of skills, you know, are you going to have what type of wisdom and, you know, experience and knowledge to share with your clients and how is it going to grow and how is it going to evolve like that's the really cool thing about like running your own business it's like infinite potential it really is you can go down a lot of different ways and it and for me you know you I kind of almost have to like um like pull myself into like no Erica just focus on this like just get this program done right because I have all these other things. And like, you know, I thought about like, even having my own podcast, I don't know, you know, it's not going to happen this year, obviously, but that is something I'm also considering, because it's another outlet for me to be able to express myself and, you know, share the things um, that I'm passionate about and talk more about mind body stuff and nervous system regulation. So that, that, that also could be a potential, but I need to get this program done because I'm like, <laughs> there's again, I'm so passionate. I want to write a book. Yeah. I've been wanting to write a book since before I even got sick. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to write a book and I Same. love writing. So that's also, you know, another potential. And it's like maybe in 10 years, you know, like mm-hmm. I'll have a book published and like all these things that play on my personal, you know, skills and passion, mm-hmm. which is writing, which is one-on-one conversations, which is, uh, you know, just allowing people to feel um, validated and present with them. Because honestly, we live in a world where everybody just wants to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be present with anybody. And this is why I'm passionate about the work that I do is because, you know, I come into many conversations where people, I can tell they're just not listening, Mm -hmm. right? They're checking their phone. They're looking around. They're losing interest because people want, again, I talked about this on my stories the other day, this like our brains have become so stimulated. We want more, Mm -hmm. more, 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 more. Like I'm more about like, let's slow down. Like, yeah. Let's actually listen and let's actually be present with you. So you can really tune into what's going on in your body and what's going on in your mind. Um, I just feel like not a lot of people give are given that opportunity. And I really want to be that like space for someone, you know, at the very least, because people mm-hmm. don't sometimes have friends that want to talk about these things or, you know, they don't, they don't feel comfortable. And it's like, again, it's like that therapy, right? Like I'm not a therapist. I'm not healing people's traumas. I am helping them, you know, be in a space where they can sort through that themselves. And that is powerful and, you know, and healing 
Um, but I think having a group space, you know, is obviously very beneficial because people are intentionally there, right. Mm-hmm. To like be in the presence of others that are actually welcoming them and like having open arms and, mm-hmm. um, being present with them and, yeah. Well, on that note, we want to share just a couple of um, reviews that you guys have left that have just like completely touched our hearts because we really appreciate you guys. Like we literally wouldn't have been able to do what we've done so far, you know, up until this point without you guys and your support. So first of all, we wanted to say thank you so freaking much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then share just a couple of reviews of some of your guys's um, words. So there is a review from uh, Apple Podcasts that is titled Absolutely Love. And she said, I've always loved how honest and down to earth these two ladies are during their podcast. I feel like since I've listened to their episodes, I finally found someone else who understands and gets what it is to have an autoimmune disease. Between their shared experiences and tips, I have learned so much that has helped me with my own journey, and I'm beyond thankful for that. I always look forward to their posts on social media as well, since their vibes are just so positive and uplifting in the moment. And I really like this one as well, titled Great Podcast. Life has a funny way of bringing you exactly what you need when you need it, if you're ready to accept it. I like to think I found this podcast, but really this podcast found me in a time when I needed it most. Erica and Rachel have helped remind me that it's all about the mindset and making small lifestyle shifts that will help you become the best version of yourself while also managing RA. I have enjoyed every episode and look forward to continuing to learn and grow with Rachel and Erica with each episode to come. Thank you both. Mm. Whenever we read these like messages or reviews, I don't think you guys understand how much feels come through. (laughs) Like every single one that you guys have posted or sent us, we screenshot and we send to the other person. We're like, look at this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is so nice. Or this is so cute. Or I'm so happy that we've had such a positive impact on so many mm-hmm. people's lives. Like Erica said, 500 plus of you are very regular listeners. And that's not even counting the people that kind of come in for a couple of episodes here and there. So seriously, yeah. thank you so freaking much from the bottom of our hearts. I know. And to think about it, right? There's like how many podcasts are out in the world, right? Like how oh, many I think there's like millions. Ex- exactly. Okay. So when I hear like, oh, 500 people, right? Like in the grand scheme of like bigger podcasts that literally have like millions or, th- you know, thousands of um, listeners, it's still very profound because there are a lot of health podcasts out there, right? And like, mm-hmm. especially- since Rachel and I started this podcast, there's been tons of, you know, new podcasts related to autoimmune uh, disease or chronic illness and, or holistic healing. So there's tons of options out there. Mm -hmm. And like, just knowing that somebody consciously chooses to listen to our episodes is a really, really big deal. And if I were to put 500 people in a room, that would be pretty intense. Yeah. Right? Like, that would be like a, a probably, I don't know how big Dr. Joe Dispenza's like retreats are. There's probably like thousands of people there. But like, again, like a whole room full of 500 people, right? That are listening yeah. to what they're listening closely to yeah. what we're sharing. And they're taking these things to heart and they're incorporating it into their lives. And like, that's a really surreal concept to understand, which makes it, you know, challenging to know that like, you know, we're, 
we're not going to be having, you know, as far as we can see right now, you know, there's not going to be any more like content out there, but we want to remind you guys, like there's still all those episodes out there. And even though, you know, we feel entirely maybe different than what we did when we started the podcast, maybe we sound differently. Maybe Mm -hmm. we have different beliefs. Maybe we have different views and perspectives. Like it's all been genuine and it's all been honest and it's all been real. None of this has has like been fabricated for your entertainment yeah. none of this has been sugar-coated none of this mm. has been curated to like gain you know mm. views or whatever you know it's all been very very real and yeah. it's still very real and we're still real in this conversation of like this feels sad this feels you know it's sad yeah it feels sad I don't know like you said I don't know what other word mm-hmm. because it's like I feel like I'm ending a relationship with you, the listener. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm ending a relationship, but I, I don't know who you all are. Yeah. Some, of you, some of you have, you know, consistently tagged us in, you know, Instagram stories or yeah. uh, written us direct messages or emails or, um, you know, left us reviews on our podcast, which we greatly appreciate. So some of you we know, but there's a majority of the people Mm -hmm. that we don't know. So what I really encourage you to do is if you have been listening regularly, you love what we share, like there's two things that I were asking Mm -hmm. is that you go leave us a review to keep our podcast relevant in the algorithm. So when Mm -hmm. you go look up autoimmune stuff, even though we're not posting any more episodes that this information is still getting Mm -hmm. out there to somebody because from this point on there's going to be I know personally like at least 10-15 people that have started podcasts Mm -hmm. uh, related to autoimmune chronic illness stuff Mm -hmm. so you know this is something that we've poured our heart into and we wanted to keep going right like we wanted yeah yeah we wanted to keep living on even though we're not um, posting any new episodes so by you giving us a rating at the very least just giving us a rating right Mm -hmm. then you can have that option to like leave a genuine review because Mm -hmm. those reviews are beneficial not to us but to other people that are going to look for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I look at reviews oh, when I go to a sure. podcast. Yeah. Right? So like if I see other people that are like, "Oh my god, you know, this podcast inspired me or got me to through the darkest of times mm-hmm. or I love their energy or they're so insightful da da da, then I'm more likely to actually click, click on it. an episode and listen to it. If yeah. you go to a podcast, unfortunately, which is the struggle when you're starting new, which was mm-hmm. us you yeah. know, a few years ago, there's nothing there. So you're kind of like, who is this random podcast, yeah. right? There's yep. no, there's no tribe of people. There's no, there's no um, social that. proof that like someone's using the, using it as a resource on their journey. And then the other yeah. thing is like, yeah, rating takes a couple seconds. You can rate on Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, and just click the stars, right? But there's something different in that social proof of actually taking a couple minutes yeah. to write a review. Like think about mm-hmm. it in your own eyes, like any other podcast that you've looked at, you probably have the same thing that Erica's talking about where you see, oh, they might have like three, five star reviews, but there's no one that's taken the time to actually yeah. write. So it's like, well, has it had that much of an impact on them? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. So 
those are very, very valuable. I know it's, you know, it feels time consuming. I know that it's, you know, kind of awkward as the listener who we don't know to like kind of write this thing out for us. But if you genuinely have been a listener, you know, that is the greatest thing that we could receive from you is is a review. Just think of it as an energetic exchange. Like I said, we have poured hours and hours per episode into you. It is an energetic exchange for you to be able to pour some of that energy back to us. And it means so much to us to see. And it also means so much to us that the podcast will live on because people are continuing to see these reviews and like people are, are speaking highly of it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the other thing that you can do if you really appreciate the work that we've been sharing over the last two and a half years It would mean the world to us if you decided to contribute financially. Um, And it feels a little bit awkward for us to say that. I'm just going to throw that out there. And we have been like grappling with how to say it. But at the end of the day, again, it's an energy exchange. We have put in so much work into what we do. Um, And up until now, we've had that supporter feature through ACAST, which has been awesome as well. And we really appreciate every single one of you who has donated that way. Um, and now we, um, are accepting those contributions through PayPal, um, because we no longer have that supporter feature through ACAST. But if it's something that you're feeling called to do, please, um, feel free to do that through PayPal. Um, and again, I don't know, it, it feels kind of weird to bring up, but it also feels necessary because I feel like if I were someone listening to a podcast like this I, and, you know, it was an end of an era, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm, you know, sending them, I don't know, a couple dollars or something. So anyway, we just wanted to throw that out there as well. Um, but we do have one more very special episode coming out for you after this one with a very special guest. Um, and other than that, you'll have like 77 plus hours of content to listen to from us. And we do encourage you, even if you've listened to every single episode, go back and listen to ones that you have listened to in the past. And maybe you have different things that stick out at you that you never realized before, or maybe there's, you relate in a new way because it's a year later, like really utilize these for your own growth and your own expansion, which has been a huge theme of this episode for us is that expansion and that evolution of our own journeys. And also remember that we're not gone. Like we're not going anywhere, right? Like we're still here. We're still on Instagram and like we're, we'll, we are still friends. So we'll, I'm sure collaborate on things in the future. And also we absolutely love your messages. And every time you reshare on your stories, like just because there aren't new episodes coming out, please feel free to continue sharing and tagging our autoimmune and you Instagram page Um, that we still both have access to that. It's not like that's going anywhere either. So continue to utilize these resources and continue to utilize us as your resources. And please do not feel weird about reaching out to either of us personally. Cause again, there are over 500 of you that regularly listen, but we only know probably a handful of you guys. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear how we've impacted your journey. We want to work with you one-on-one or in a group setting. We want you to be part of our, you know, journey as business owners and our own, you know, um, healing and expansion journeys as well. And so this would be the time, you know, if you've been listening to us from the beginning or even, you know, recently to take that leap into working with one of us. Mm -hmm. If you value, if you value 
and resonate with what we shared here. This is like 2% of what you actually get (laughs) with working with us, because obviously it's a, a lot of our podcast has been based off of sharing our own experiences and we can get a chance to kind of share our perspective and how we help our clients. But we haven't done a lot of that because we wanted to keep this, you know, relatable to you and not just talk about business stuff. Mm -hmm. So I challenge you, like, you know, if you've really resonated, take that lead to work with one of us. Like you're going to get so much more than you possibly, you know, can get just listening to our podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. So if this is something that's been pulling at you and you just kind of been ignoring it, I challenge you to take that leap into the unknown as we talk about, you know, taking that leap is the first step to having a a future that you couldn't even have perceived for yourself, mm-hmm. but it's actually going to be better than you possibly could have imagined. And that is what Rachel and I have done on our own healing journeys right? And also together and look what it's evolved into. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. if you can do that for yourself, I'm sure magical, amazing things um, are going to start opening up for you guys. But I really appreciate, I'm like, ah, it's hard to say, it's hard to say bye. So I don't know if I'm going to say bye, but you know, I don't know how to keep this open without, you know, closing the chapter completely. So I just want to thank you guys for being a part of this journey with us and allowing this space for us to talk freely about personal stuff and, and just allowing us to evolve because you guys could have stopped listening at some Mm -hmm. point when you thought, Oh, well, this is not, what it was when I started listening, like you guys kept going with us, which is probably the the most amazing part of it all. So yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, we're going to call this a see you later. Cause like we said, yeah. we're not like dying or anything. We're still around. So yeah. I know. Why on. does it feel like that? It feels <laughs> like that. I'm like, it's oh, like our own obituary. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of weird. No, we're here. We're here. We're going to continue to be here for you. Yeah. We will always be here for you. Please do not hesitate to reach out. I know, I know, I know that it can feel awkward or weird. Like, oh, I don't know if they want to hear from me. Yes, we do want to hear from you. Yes, we Mm -hmm. do want to work with you. And exactly what Erica said, this is literally like 2% of what it is that we actually do behind the scenes. So please, we are here for you. You don't have to do this alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we will. I don't know. I don't know how to say that because I always say we'll talk to you on the next episode. We'll see you on the interwebs. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, the tears are here. (laughs) Okay. All right, bye, guys. (laughs) The tears lasted or held out that long. Dude, I have chills everywhere. This is wild. All right, guys. Well, we will see you later. See you later. Enjoy that last episode that we'll release in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. It was that. It was the like, talk to you. Yeah. Hold on, the next episode. This is weird. Like, we were just like two random people. <laughs> you know, like two random people doing this. That proves that anyone can do it. And I hope that that's what people take from it. And like also evolving 
into like a friendship and a really good partnership and having open and honest communication and inspiring people along the way 